0: Blog Talk Radio. For Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, hello, ladies. Happy Monday. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. Broadcasting to you live this April 1st, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. Well, of course, this is April Fool's Day, but I don't have anything to kid you with today on the show, only solid, truthful information that is going to boost your business and help your business to grow. So I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend and that you took some time to actually joy pamper yourself. Joy pampering is just so very, very important because it's the little things that we do in our lives that really help us to stay balanced and it keeps us happy. And, you know, the big thing is is that we have to continually remind ourselves that as, as women, We are responsible for our own happiness, for bringing joy into our lives, for keeping ourselves in the right environment, and for surrounding ourselves with individuals that are going to enhance our lives and not take away from our lives. Can I get an amen on that, right? And so it's so very, very important, as I said before, to go ahead and joy pamper yourself. Now, as a reminder, as I always do, ladies, if you haven't had the time, to review your calendar and ensure that all activities and tasks scheduled are supporting your goals for the week, then you need to do so immediately following the show, right? Because CEOs of our companies, it's our responsibility to have a bird's eye view of our business. We need to understand and know what's going on at all times. And so by uh, taking the time out before you really get your week started, before you get too busy, taking the time out to just ensure that all activities are supporting the goals that you want to see by Friday is so incredibly important. Again, it's going to help you keep focused and it's going to help you gain clarity. And of course, stay on those activities that mean the most to getting your goals accomplished. Well, here we are in the month of April. And of course, um, our theme this month is very, very key as we get ready to launch our coaching program that we have done for the past eight years, bringing to success. Our theme for April is productivity power. It's all about learning ways to implement your goals and tasks and generate leads because at the end of the day, if we are not having a um, a really smooth running workflow, then what happens is that we find ourselves stumbling over ourselves trying to get things accomplished and we run past the deadlines, and we're not seeing our goals accomplished, right? And so productivity is Everything when it comes to being a successful business and a successful business woman. So, we're going to delve deep into productivity. We have five weeks, including today, um, that we will be coming to you on Successful Woman Radio talking about productivity power. And we're going to be looking at it from some different sides as well. So, again, I think that you guys will be very pleased with some of the information. That I'm bringing to light this month in April. I've updated uh, a lot of information as uh, far as productivity is concerned. I'm going to be sharing that with you today. I'm going to set the pace with productivity by generally talking about productivity overall, where your mindset should be when it comes to productivity. So we're going to be discussing that a little bit later on in the show. Um, Also, of course, I'm going to be reading the five questions of leadership and authority. Um, So very, very important thank you, all of you, for sending in emails letting me know how much you are enjoying these five questions for this year and how they are helping you. Keep the emails coming. Uh, It really motivates and encourages me, and it helps me to know that I'm on the right track with providing you with the tools you need to grow your business. Um, I'm going to also be bringing to you um, 10 ways to master the art of networking. I'm going to be wrapping up uh, our Savvy Networking Woman theme, which is what our theme was for the month of March, but I'm going to be wrapping it up quickly with 10 Ways to Master the Art of Network, which is coming up shortly. And then, of course, I'm going to be updating all of you on our 100K campaign. We're doing great. Um, we need to increase the number of business women that we are inviting into our Facebook group. So, again, uh, I'll be updating you on that. So what we're going to do right now is go ahead and go right into the five questions of leadership and authority. Before I get started with these questions, I just want to say, you know, it is so very, very important that as women who are in business that we are really embracing our leadership authority and the fact that we are CEOs. It doesn't matter if it's just you, yourself, and I. That's running your business. The key is, is what do you think about yourself? What do you believe uh, about running your business? Who do you think you are uh, as you move forward to create a successful business? Because if you don't believe that you are the CEO, if you don't feel that you have the power and the ability to grow a much larger company and generate a much larger, larger income for you, then back to the drawing board you go, because you have to believe this. You have to have a 100% buy-in that you are the leader of your company. And not only the leader, but you're the leader that your business needs. And I hope that all of you who are listening, that you certainly believe that you're the leader that your company needs and that you understand the importance of getting into the CEO role. Speaking of the CEO role, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to all of you who attended last week's webinar. It's time for your success. Uh, we had a packed-out webinar. So many people really enjoy uh, the information that was uh, shared. And of course, after we finish with our webinars, we normally go back and do an edit, and then those webinars go up into our membership panel on the womenaboutbiz.net website where our members can then have um, access, complete access to all of our webinars that we do. And we also this time are including worksheets and different things with our webinars as well. So I'm so excited that a lot of people uh, wrote back to us via email and shared that they really enjoyed that, okay? And so uh, stay tuned because we will be doing um, a free webinar this month talking about productivity. Um, I'm still kind of deciding which way I want to go as far as what we will be including in the webinar. I have a lot of people that are asking for um, how to create your power team. And so um, this is something that I've talked about for a very long time, and so I think that that very well may be the webinar that I do for the month of April. So, again, um, I want to thank all of you for continuing to sh- to give me feedback and for sharing. Um, I also um, just want to let you guys know as we go into the five questions of leadership and authority that you can ask these questions of yourself. as I have a lot of people emailing saying, is this something we're supposed to be doing every morning or something that we're supposed to be doing every afternoon? So at the minimum, I think you should be asking yourself the five questions of leadership and authority at least once a day, um, because you're going to get different answers based on how you are progressing in your business and when you come up with answers, those answers are going to generate tasks and things that you need to implement so that you can get better at your CEO role, right? And so you can ask these questions at least once a day and then as much as you need to, right? Um, And some people have to ask themselves these questions two and three times a day so that they build a habit, right, of thinking like a CEO, and and automatically these questions become like second nature. So let's get started with question number one. Am I clear on my role as CEO of my company? Okay, so I'm going to put it to the test with those of you who are listening via Facebook Live. I want you to let me know, do you have a position description for yourself as the CEO of your company, a yes or no? Come on, guys. Pop it into the chat section. Let me know whether or not you have a position description. For those of you who are listening on Blog Talk Radio, answer that question for yourself. And if you don't have a position description, ladies, do not go another week, and I mean it, don't go another week without creating a position description for yourself as the CEO of your company. It's the position description, ladies, for, as the CEO that, first of all, help you to get into the CEO role for your business, and it's also the position description that helps you to have a bird's-eye view because you are able to see on paper what it is that you should be doing. Okay, so Teresa Wright Johnson, hey, Teresa, Teresa says, yes, she has a position description. Bravo, Teresa, so very important. Remember, we all have to have a position description. I have a position description I was led by my coach over 10 years ago to make sure you write a position description for yourself. And so, again, it is just so key that this is done. Now, what I'd like to recommend to those of you that don't have a position description for your business, I want you to think about the fact that if somebody had to come into your company because you took suddenly ill or something happened to where you could no longer run your business or you've reached – the point income-wise where you could actually bring somebody in to become like the operational president for your company, and you had to create a position description, what would it say? What would your expectations be? What type of reports would you expect this individual to provide you on a weekly basis? Because I'm going to tell you, whatever that is, that's what you should be doing, right? And I've had so many people to say to me, Trina, I know you said write a position description. But they're just words on a piece of paper and I know in my head exactly what it is that I should be doing. Well, I'm just gonna tell you right now, that's a bunch of crocs, right? Position descriptions really help you to stay focused and you should look at them as often as you can to make sure that you're staying on track with being the leader of your company. I know all of you who are listening to the show right now. You hear me talk about these three roles. I'm gonna keep pounding these three roles, guys, because I can't tell you how much um, of importance that they are. If you want to earn a six-figure income this year, 2019, you better get it straight. You better understand the three roles necessary to be successful in your company. And, again, they are laborer, manager, and entrepreneur visionary. Listen to um, many of our broadcasts. A lot of our broadcasts talk about roles, what they are, so very, very important, but it's so key for you to understand this. So I'm next Monday, I'm going to be asking who did their position description. Again, I'm encouraging you that if you haven't done it, that you need to do it now. Also, um, just just a quick bonus here for those of you that have not had a Power Talk, which is a 45-minute complimentary coaching session for me that you can use to brainstorm about creating your position description, right? Um, go ahead and go to womenaboutbiz.com, click on Coaching, and you'll see all the information there to schedule your free power talk. Use your power talk for this. Um, you don't have to be alone in doing a lot of things for your business. You can um, work with individuals who've been there, done that, um, and certainly I can tell you I'm currently generating multiple six-figure income. I'm using the principles that I am teaching you, trying to be a good leader Practicing what I teach, right? And so it's so important that you have someone who's been there, done that, and who's willing to share her failures as well as her successes so you don't have to go down the same path. So, again, get your Power Talk scheduled if you have not had a free one. If you have, then consider talking with me about coaching. For those of you that are already in my coaching program, you know that I'm a very workable person and that my goal is to make sure that you are supported. So let's go ahead and move to question number two. What are my business priorities? Well, hopefully, ladies, you know what your business priorities are, but I am going to tell you this. If you didn't write your position description as a CEO, I doubt if you're really clear on what your your, your priorities are in your company. Now, I'll just be honest with you on that. And it's my desire, it's my goal that you become quite an incredible businesswoman, one that you can be proud of, and one that will drive your business to six-figure and seven-figure levels. So you guys got to know what your priorities are, and being clear on that position description is going to help you to do that. So some of the things that you need to look at as far as priorities are concerned in your business, of course, number one is going to be marketing, because marketing is the foundation for sales, right? Right. So marketing, you want to look at is your marketing funnel working, and what a funnel is, is from the time you put information out there until you close the sale with a customer, what's supposed to happen in between there? That's the funnel piece, right? And then, of course, you want to look at your sales. What kind of sales are actually coming into your company? How much money did you generate this week? Tasks, what tasks have you implemented that support the actual goals that you want to accomplish so very, very important, okay? Are you delegating properly? You know, what, what uh, projects or tasks that you, uh, do you have delegated out, and which ones have you kept to do yourself, and how are you doing with that? Look at your calendar. Do you have everything properly scheduled on your calendar? And then number four, are you allowing your power team to work for you in helping you to carry out your daily workflow? So very, very key okay, if you want to put it in first person, it's, am I allowing my power team to work for me in helping to carry out my daily workflow? And I'm hopefully going to go ahead and probably do that power team work webinar, so stay tuned for that information. We'll, we'll try to get that date scheduled so you guys can even know what that date is this week. And then number five, Do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? Again, do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? Guys, I can't tell you how much um, this means to me. I have revamped my delegation system I've even cleaned out the names in my power team, brought on new people in my power team directory so that I can quickly access them, and I'm seeing results from that already. So, again, you need a delegation system, and remember, I'm always going to be talking about structure. That will include systems, strategies, steps. Why? Because our, our world is designed in a divine system. Our bodies are divinely designed in a system. Nothing can do without the other. And so what makes us think that we can work outside of a system and be successful when God has already laid in store for us the divine system, right? And so it's so key that we follow a system, that we follow a structure. And, you know, making sure that you put everything on paper. You know, starting out with your vision is so very, very important because it's the first stage of manifestation. It's the first stage to manifesting and bringing to light something that you can experience, something that you can touch, feel, hear. So, again, make sure that you create your structures, your systems, your steps to do things, and ask these five questions of leadership and authority of yourself as often as you need to. So very, very important. 12, 20 after the hour, thank you so much for being a part of the Successful Woman Radio Show. And of course, for those of you that are new to the show, I want to just quickly share who we are and what we do. Again, I'm Trina Newby. I'm the founder of WomenAboutBiz.net, and I am also a business success coach. And what that means is that I believe in all things successful. I teach people from my failures and my successes and help people to generate six- and seven-figure income. So each week here on the show, you can come into a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, educated, and inspired to create a life generating the income you so desire and choose. And so mark your calendar for every Monday, including holidays for the Successful Woman Radio Show at 12 noon Eastern. And make sure you write the dial-in number down, 347-637-2589. And for those of you that are listening at Facebook Live, we will continue to broadcast the show via Facebook and come on as often as we can through Successful Woman Radio to let you know all of the fabulous things happening over at Women About Biz and so that you can get empowered as well. Well, now we come to um, the segment of giving you 10 ways to master the art of networking. So all last month, and I tell you, we had some emails, we had some people uh, writing us some emails, and and I was just laughing because people were sharing their networking experience. Um, And overall, everyone is saying that they really appreciated the networking information that I shared all last month on the show. So what I want to do right now is give you 10 ways, just kind of wrap up that networking topic, and give you 10 ways to master the art of networking. Now, listen, whether you're working in the corporate world, operating your own business, or basically both, networking is definitely, ladies, not a choice. It is indeed essential. So here are 10 powerful traits to master your networking, and this kind of wraps up everything that we talked about within the month of March. Number one is mindset. It's important for you to know your why. Know why you're in business. Know why you're networking and you're out there reaching out and connecting with other people because, again, clarity is the number one thing when you're networking because you don't want to put yourself in the wrong networking environment, right? And so, again, every time you look at networking, you definitely want to look at the group, what it's about. Um, You want to know about the type of people that attend the networking events. And, of course, you want to attend two to three, if possible, of those networking events before you make a final decision that this is something that I want to actually participate in on a long term. Um, By the way, don't forget, you should be going to at least two, right, two networking events on a monthly, I'm sorry, on a weekly basis. Let me back that one up, right, on a weekly basis, right? Now, for some of you, you may be saying, but I don't have the time to do that. I'm working a full-time job. Hey, ladies, look, you better get creative. Okay, you better get creative and you better figure out a way to network with other people. Networking is more than just generating leads. I can't begin to tell you. I've met some incredible people networking, and they serve as resources for me as well as I look for resources for my clients, but also in addition to that, I have had some incredible collaborations due to networking. So, again, um, I definitely want you guys to get yourselves out there. And if you haven't really been going to live networking events, I do want you to go to at least one live networking event on a weekly basis, okay? So get yourself started. Here's number two. Be authentic, okay? Um, You you know, your goal really isn't to go to a networking event to play a game of, of, uh, of cards. Your goal is to go there and to meet some people that you feel that you could establish a long-term business relationship with. So be authentic, very key. Here's number three. Prepare your 30-second soundbite, okay, or your intro. Um, You can definitely have more than one uh, intro or soundbite. And I say 30 seconds, but I, I would also say that in 15 seconds, you really need to be able to tell someone what you do and how it can value them. Start your own own infomercial journal where you log or jot down introductions that seem to get better responses than it is in, and it really does help. Here's number four. Don't appear to be the jack of all trades. Okay, so I've got a quick funny story to tell you guys. So I went to this networking event one time, and this happened over a, a decade and a half ago. So I went to a networking event, and this guy... He hands me his business card, and on the business card, it says that he owned a shoeshine business, a car wash business. He was a business consultant. I mean, it had like five or six different things that he did on it, right? And uh, he looked at me, and he shakes my hand, and he says, how you doing? How you doing? And he says, listen, look at this and tell me which one of these you might be interested in, because I do all of them. I can help you with all of them, but just tell me which one you want today. And um, I couldn't help but laugh because I thought I was on a comedy show, okay? I I was looking at him like, are you for real, you know? So here's the name of the game. If if you do more than one thing, that's okay. But what you want to do is that when you're going to networking events or even when, when you are creating your business cards, what is your primary business? Because that's what you should be pushing. Or... If you decide that I really need to market another one of my businesses, then you need to only market that business and have a business card or a brochure or flyer just for that business, but not hand somebody five different brochures or hand them a brochure or a flyer with five to ten different businesses. You cannot be the jack of all trades, and that's how people are going to look at you, right? And so you want to be very, very careful about that. Has anybody ever been to a networking event? and they've had someone to actually hand them multiple uh, cards and flyers, and really none of the businesses were even related to each other. Has anybody ever had that happen to them? So, again, you want to be careful because you don't want to appear flaky, and you don't want to discredit yourself, okay? Here's number five. Your intro should be different for one-on-one networking than it is for group and general introductions, okay? So, um, there is no one pot fit all when it comes to um, your 30 second introduction or, or how you introduce yourself. You're, that's why you should have a journal to start tracking what's effective when you are talking with people. Because the more you you talk about it, the more you use it, and the more you come up with your own collection of introductions, the more powerful you're gonna be, right? and you you never have to start from scratch again because you already have a collection. Here's number 6. Get in the blessing business. Ooh, this is good y'all listen. The whole purpose, I believe, in be of of knowing other people of even having a business, right? Is so that you can fulfill a need that somebody has and in exchange for that need you're going to be compensated, right? But I also think there's another side to being in business. It gives you the opportunity to be in the blessing business. So it's important for you to always have a heart of gratitude, an open heart of wanting to help other people. Because I do and I have talked to people who share with me that, hey, look, I'm going to this networking event, I'm going to get as many business cards as I possibly can, and call it a day, come back and send them an email, right? Or I have people that say, well, look, I'm going to go in there and try to make three or four quick sales, and then I'm out of there. You know, I kind of hear things like that, and it's, when I hear things like that, it discredits that individual in my mind. Why? because that's, what, that's not what networking is all about. We should be getting in the blessing business. We should be saying to people, you know, it's nice to meet you. Let me ask you a question. How can I help you? What is it that you need help with? Are, are you um, interested in growing your business? Um, I attend business workshops or I listen to the Successful Woman radio show. Have you ever heard of that? I mean, you can do all kinds of things to bless the lives of people and connecting with you. And let me just share this tidbit with you because I I know right now that this is very key. It helps me all the time. People are going to remember you more for how you have blessed them and helped them and given them resources and tips than they will remember the name of your actual business. Now, you can take that one to the bank, right? And for those of you who are listening via Facebook, if you've experienced that, if you remember people because they were more helpful to you more than you remember the type of business they had, let me know that in the chat section, okay? For those of you that are listening from Talk, continue to email me your incredible stories of uh, of your experience with networking, okay? Let's move in with number seven in the in the ten ways to master. The art of networking. Number seven says, be in tune with the needs of others. Again, be in tune with the needs of others. I can't tell you how much this is important. This is why, when you're introducing yourself, you really shouldn't use all of those seconds just talking about your business, but you should say something that is like a benefit. Um, And number eight, develop a networking strategy. Well, that definitely goes without saying, right? We've talked about the fact that you've got to have strategy systems and steps in place for almost everything that you want to do. Okay, so Rebecca says, absolutely true. Hey, Rebecca, you're absolutely right. We're in agreement with that. So, again, you guys uh, continue to give me some feedback and let me know um, what I, if what I'm saying is resonating with you about these 10 ways to master the art of networking. And then number nine is follow-up. Okay, so I've been going to networking events, and I can't tell you guys um, how interesting it is that a lot of people share with me that they have business cards uh, on their desk that they have not inputted in the database or anything. And so, again, look at this. Take a look at this, guys. So. Here are some business cards that I received from a networking event that I attended last week. As as a matter of fact, it was Networking After Work, very good networking event, and it does happen nationwide, so y'all write that down, NetworkingAfterWork.com. Check that out. Anyway, it was a great networking event, and so I had these cards on my desk, and so I will say, be transparent with you, I'm guilty, right, Um. But what I did this morning is that I did take the time to look through the cards, look at my notes that I made for each individual, and I, and, and I also emailed those individuals and text them uh, to let them know that I didn't forget who they were. So I've already heard already back from a couple of people. So, again, you really got to have a strategy and you have to have a system. You really need to connect with people within 24 hours. That's the optimal um, connection, right, connect within 24 hours uh, of talking with that individual. Because let's face it, people if people are going to different networking events, if they are uh, busy working and implementing strategies and different things in their business, and you met them 90 days ago, how, how do you think it is to write them an email to say, oh, it was nice to meet you in such and such networking event when it occurred 90 days ago, right? So it's important for you to develop a networking strategy Know what your workflow should be as it relates to databasing those cards and connecting with individuals. And, oh, by the way, ladies, don't forget, you are considered to be a spammer if you enter that card and the information in your e-newsletter database without getting permission, okay? Just because they handed you the card doesn't mean that they've given you permission and just start sending out a whole bunch of e-newsletters and sales stuff, okay? Okay. So you really want to get their permission by emailing them first, telling them how nice it was to meet them, and giving them a link and letting them opt in. I would have emailed 20 people that I met and only have one person opt in then I put 20 people in my database and none of them ever opened my email up, right? So again, pay close attention to that and develop your system. And then, of course, number nine is going to be follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. But something that I want to say to you about follow-up, because you can follow-up, but sometimes following up requires additional steps. So I want to say it's important to follow-up, but follow through to the end, okay? Very, very key. And then last but not least in the 10 ways to master the art of networking is always be in the networking mode. So you need to have your uh, you need to have your mobile office in place in your car with flyers, brochures, business cards, and different things that you can choose and select from to put in your purse as you go into the mall, into the grocery store. Every part of your lifestyle um, when you are in business. You should be able to incorporate some form of networking because you never know when you are going to be talking with people. I don't care if people stop you and say, I like your hair. Uh, People stop and say, I like your makeup. People stop you and say, you know, oh, what does that button mean that you have on? Always be in the networking mode. Practice gratitude, strong skills, develop them in networking management. Um, Make sure you manage your business cards and connections coming in. And always have your follow-up system in place and be ready to take action at any time, okay? And so there you have it, ladies, 10 ways to master the art of networking. Yay! We finished that. And so, again, if you want to hear any of our previous broadcasts, all you need to do, I'm going to give you three ways. You can go on womenaboutbiz.net, click on um, podcast, and you can listen at the previous broadcast for last month's show. If you have an iPhone, you can go to your podcast directory, look for Successful Woman Radio and mark it as your favorite, and then you'll automatically get notifications every Monday when the new show has downloaded. If you have an Android device, then make sure you download the app feature, that's spelled S-P as in com, I T. C-H-E-R, Stitcher.com. Make sure you download the Stitcher app. And then, again, search for Successful Woman Radio, three separate words. Mark it as your favorite, and you'll get notifications on your phone that the show has been downloaded for the week. So, again, um, we want to make it very, very convenient. And then, again, with those of you who are Facebook in um, our personal Facebook group, you can go and look up the Successful Woman radio shows because they are there for you in video format, and you can just get your pen and notepad out and take some good notes. Okay, um, someone asked me to repeat number nine. Number nine, Tia, was follow-up. Number eight was develop a networking strategy, and then I went into number nine, which is follow-up and follow-through. And then lastly, number 10, in the 10 ways to master art of networking, was um, always be in the networking mode, okay? So I hope that helped out some and gave you some clarity on those 10 um, ways of mastering your networking. Okay, guys, we're going to go ahead and move on. I promised I would give you an update on the 100K campaign and what does the 100K campaign actually mean. Okay, so in the beginning of March, We set up the 100K campaign, and what that particular campaign is all about is that uh, we have a big goal to bring in 100,000 women in the Women About Biz Facebook community, okay? And so you can imagine that if you had um, an opportunity to have exposure to 100,000 women, if you were able to connect um, and really collaborate and share resources with over 100,000 women, can you imagine how powerful that would actually be? And so that's what the 100K campaign is all about. And so I'm hoping that many of you who are listening will definitely want to be a part of it. So what I want to do is I want to give you guys some ideas and some ways that you can actually be a part of the 100K campaign. It doesn't cost you any money. All it costs is just a little bit of time and blessing into Women About Biz and sowing the seed. And believe me, I know that it will come back to you tenfold. So here are five easy steps to participate in this incredible movement. Number one, is to make sure that you are, at the minimum, a free member at Women About Biz. You can do this by going to womenaboutbiz.net and clicking on the link in the top menu that says Join Today, right? So that's number one. Um, You want to do that because we are going to be setting up a directory and a profile system, and we want to make sure that we include you, okay? Here's number two, join the Facebook community. Guys, you need to be joining the Facebook community, but for those of you who are listening Facebook Live, automatically know that you're a member because that's the only way you can listen to this show. But for those of you who are on our Blog Talk radio platform and you dialed into the show, make sure that you go over to facebook.com forward slash groups with an S forward slash womenaboutbiz spelled all together and join the Women About Biz group, okay? Another way that you can join is by simply visiting our website at womenaboutbiz.net, clicking on community, completing the short form, and then we'll add you to the group. But you definitely need to be a part of the community, okay? And then, of course, number three is invite three to five business women into the group weekly to join the Facebook community, right? And so, for those of you who are already in the community, if you can, please go ahead this week and invite at least two to three of your business associates to join the Women About Biz community. And Lane, this is the question you ask yourself: If I am benefiting from listening to Successful Woman Radio and getting business tips from Women About Biz, why wouldn't I invite and bless the lives of other women to do the same thing. So each week, think of two to three people that you've been networking with. Use it as a value-added advantage point when you're out there networking and say, hey, have you heard about women about this? They give great tips and resources to grow your business, a great way to promote your business. So that way, that's an advantage point to them, and that would be one of your ways to Bless the lives of someone else, okay? So, again, invite three to five businesswomen to join weekly, okay? And then number four is, ladies, you definitely want to connect with new community members. As you see members joining the network, read their profile info and connect with them. You might even want to consider sending a private message to invite them for a 15 to 20 minute connection call, if the person is outside of the USA, you might want to set up a Skype account so you can connect internationally as well. Okay, and then last but not least, in five steps to participate in our five, I'm sorry, our 100K movement is spread the news about the 100K movement through your social networks and during your live networking. So there is a graphic that we have that you can use to say, hey, I'm a member of the 100K program, 100,000 women connecting socially. If you want to be a part of this movement, click here, right? And then you would link the Facebook group, okay, to the graphic. So let me just give you a way to get it, and that is you would go to womenaboutbiz.net, and then click on blog, and the first blog entry there is the 100K movement, and that's where you can actually right-mouse-click and save the 100K graphic, or you can, um, yeah, you can right-mouse-click and save the 100K graphic, and that's pretty much how you do it, okay? And then make sure you copy the Facebook community um, link, and then when you are in your Facebook or your LinkedIn letting people know about the program, you're just going to simply post the graphic and then drop the link in the content of the post, and that's kind of how you do it and get, let people know that you are part of it. So that's all about the 100K program. I want to thank, give a big thank you to those who have been inviting people to the group. We pretty much have everybody approved. I think there are just a few more people that have asked for approval. But we are moving forward, and you're going to see the number of women increase as we go along because we're getting ready to do some um, incredible things at the Women About Biz Facebook community. It is 1243. After the hour, we're getting ready for our hot theme topic, productivity power, which is coming up in just a few seconds. So it's time for you guys to get out your notepad, right, so that you can actually take some notes, and I'm going to give you information that you're going to be able to put to use right away. So, guys, when it comes to productivity, um, what does that actually mean? I mean, because we hear the word productivity, a lot of you may have had coaching sessions um, where people say, you know, you need to increase your productivity in your business. So, Exactly, what does that actually mean? Okay, so I'm going to give you um, a definition, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the definition of what the businessdictionary.com says. So, productivity is a measure of the efficiency of a person converting inputs into useful output. Hmm, right. So, again, productivity is a measure of the efficiency of a person. That means a person's ability to be effective and efficient. So, productivity is a measure of that, right, in converting input into useful output. So, in other words, whatever you put into your business, whatever you do on a daily basis to contribute and put in, you are going to be able to have a useful output. Right, that means you're going to gain results, you're going to see things happening. So, productivity is extremely key when you talk about um, getting things done in your business. And so, again, this is our thing for the whole month of April. I'm very excited that each Monday I'll be bringing to you ways that you can become more productive in your business and start seeing right now results. Okay, so with that said, what I want to do is today I want to start giving you some productivity ideas, some ways for you to, to literally get better with being productive in your business. So let's start with setting the foundation. What is it that you need to be doing um, to set the foundation to be a very productive CEO? Okay? So I would say that the first thing that you need to have is a daily operations plan. Many of you have heard that if you're a longtime listener, um, but basically a daily operations plan is basically a workflow plan. It means um, what is it that you're supposed to be doing day in and day out? You know you're your own boss, but who's bossing you, right? Who's helping to keep you on the straight and narrow? So a daily operations plan lays out your system, your strategies, your workflow, they all mean one and the same, of how you're supposed to be running your business day in and day out. And it should be the same because that creates consistent, consistency and it helps you to be more effective, okay? So you've got to have a daily operations plan. So in setting your foundation, what do you do when someone calls you and asks for information? What do you do um, to, uh, to generate leads online? You know, do you, do you have a, a capture form on your website that's giving somebody a compelling offer, and when you have that capture form, what happens after that? How do you actually convert that individual from a lead into a customer or a client? How do you actually convert them into doing that, right? And as you see, being the CEO requires you to really do a lot of planning, so I can't tell you how important that is. So the daily operations plan is going to really help you set the foundation for better productivity. Now, once you have your daily operations plan, the next thing that you need from the daily operations plan is going to be – sorry, guys, hold on. Okay, the next thing that you need to have from the daily operations plan is definitely going to be a time management system. And I can't talk about that enough. Uh, I recently did the, um, the work, workshop, and webinar, uh, Time Management for business women 101. Um, and so I would encourage you guys to look that up on the Women About This website and to go back over that. Um, but again, time management is very effective. But Here's the thing about time management, because I will say this, I am noticing a lot of women that I am helping with time management. I am noticing the commonalities that we all have in managing our time. And so I want to just quickly break some things down for you as far as time management is concerned. First of all, there is no such thing as the best time management tool to use. I'm going to tell you, get that out of your head the number one thing with time management is commitment. You've got to be willing to go through the learning curve, the frustration of practicing good time management in order to become a better time planner, right, in order to master the time that is given and allotted to you every single day. And and I'm very serious about this. I take time very serious. Here's why. There are three reasons I take time seriously. Number one, Time is a testament that you are here, And if you've never heard that before, it is so true. Time is a divine testament. As long as you can tell time, as long as you can experience time, as long as you can wake up every day, it is a testament to your life that you are an individual living in this world, right? And so that's beautiful. It's very key that you understand that and how precious Time is. The second thing is with time is that every single day we get renewed 24 new hours of time. So, time is one of those commodities that you can't go back and repeat the time. Time passes by and you'll never ever see the same time ever again. So, you get to repeat 24 hours. So, what you do with your time when it is in a current is very key. If you don't use it, you lose it. That's just the way it is. And then the third most important thing that I want you to understand about time is just this. It is the greatest commodity in the entire universe, in the entire world, on this earth and in the U.S. of A. It is the greatest commodity ever. Here's the beautiful thing about it. Time, you you can't charge people for time, right, as far as you know, grabbing some space and time. Time, you get, to, you get to have as much of it and use as much of it as you possibly can, and it's free. And time, if used properly, can allow you to create much abundance, my sisters, much abundance. So you need to start looking at time in a whole different light. I'm telling you, you really do. Um, and so that is going to be very, very important is time management. And here's number three that I think is very, very important as well when you're talking about setting the foundation is that you really need to make sure you understand the hierarchy of visioning, okay, the hierarchy of visioning. And the hierarchy of visioning is simply this. You first list out um, what you want to experience in a bullet point fashion, right? Don't get too complex. What is it that you want to experience? And you try to be extremely precise with what it is that you want to experience. If you say, you know, you want to make more money, that's not precise enough. You need to give a figure. You know, I want to experience having $175,000 and 25 cents in the bank, right? You want to have a specific experience. Experience, okay, you need to be very specific about it. So the hierarchy of, of visioning, which is going to help you to manifest your abundance, is first you have a vision, and you can have more than one. Then you set goals to your vision to support each of the experiences or vision, one and the same, that you want to have within a specific time frame. Then you set a milestone for your vision happening, which is a deadline, and then you set a milestone for the goals as well. And after you do that, then you're going to create tasks for each goal that you set. And most of the time, it's going to be most that you create for each goal. Those tasks should be leading up to accomplishing that goal. And when you accomplish the goal, you will have experienced the actual vision as well. So the hierarchy is vision, goals, tasks. So very, very important. There's a little bit more to it than that, but I did want to give you the overall hierarchy in setting the foundation because these are needed in order for you to start having better productivity. And number four is going to be productivity tools. So today, we're going to talk about some productivity tools that are really needed uh, in business and why it's so important that you need these productivity Um, tools. And I want to just tell you guys right now, one of the things that I have learned is that uh, we really need to take advantage of technology. Technology can really help us, but at the same time, if you are going to pretty much manage your business with a hard copy paper, then you really are going to have to get very, very... what should I say? You have to get extremely focused and organized in managing a paper planner because it's becoming more and more difficult for a lot of people to do that, okay? Um, So what I'm going to do right now is just give you some productivity tools that I personally use that are really, really helping me, okay? So the first productivity tool that I really like, and I've been recommending it to a lot of my clients, Um, is Capsule CRM, okay? Again, Capsule, C-A-P-S-U-L. And what Capsule CRM is, it's a customer relationship manager, but it really just helps you manage people that you are meeting, right? The thing that I like about Capsule CRM is that it's perfect for the solo entrepreneur. And so with that said, Capsule CRM, allows you to have a contact database so you can enter in all of the information for an individual. It also has a tasking system, so it allows you to set tasks based on the individual, based on your company, based on projects. It helps you. It allows you to do that. And um, I really, really, I, I really like that. And then Capital CRM also has what's called a sales pipeline, and I love that. And what a pipeline is in a CRM platform is that it allows you to track when the person becomes a lead, how much that lead is worth, right? And then when they become a prospect, when they – when you have presented to them, and when you have closed the sale, and then it will show you the overall sales you have made for the week, for the month, the quarter, the year, and so forth. So again, that's very, very helpful. If you want to become extremely structured and you want to be able to track your progress, then this is something that would be good to use. As far as an overall calendar system, hey, you guys know what I'm just going to say, right? You better believe it. Google G Suite Okay, Google G Suite, and that's G-S-U-I-T-E-S. And um, again, guys, this is probably, in my opinion, um, one of the best suite of tools that you could ever want to have as far as productivity. So let's talk about G Suite for a minute and exactly what does it do? Well first let me give you the website address to it. It is G Suite G S U I T E dot Google dot com, right? And Google, as you know, is G-O-O-G-L-E. G Suite dot Google dot com. Okay. And G Suite is basically Um, a lineup of products that are very, very effective. And I would say that if you had to go and buy these actual products, they probably would be about $2,500 in value if you had to go out and buy these products. But these particular products are at no cost. So you definitely want to go check out G-Suites, okay? And G-Suites, again, is connected to several products, including your Gmail, including Google Sites, which is a website builder. If you just want something that's very simple, you don't need a whole lot of bells and whistles. This is a beautifully smooth website builder that G Suite has. Um, It also has a document, um, a word processor called Docs, V-O-C-S. I use it exclusively now. Um, In addition, it has something that is equivalent to PowerPoint, uh, which is – I believe that's called Google Presentations, I believe, and then they have something that is compatible with Excel, which is Google Sheets. So again, they have so many different, um, so many different tools that's absolutely incredible, and then on top of all of that, they give you Google Drive, which is a, a drive in the cloud that you can actually use. Now, what's so special about all of these, again, people will have to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for this, and this is something that Google is giving advertisement-free, and they continuously have 24-7 incredible support for this G Suite, absolutely incredible. So this is why I am recommending G Suite, and I'm also recommending Capsule CRM. I'm going to be coming back on next Monday and giving about maybe five to ten more types of productivity tools that you will be able to use. So, again, we started today with talking about building the foundation, and we went over, uh, again, setting the foundation, time management, knowing the hierarchy of visioning, which was vision, goal, milestone, and then product. So there you have it, guys. What we're talking about all this month is going to be productivity. Mark your calendar. And I'm so, so excited that you guys um, are here with me today to start out this month of April. I want to wish everybody a happy, happy spring. And I am getting ready to head off on April 4th to celebrate my 36th anniversary, wedding anniversary. So I'm very excited about that. You guys keep me in your prayers. And of course, I'll be back on next Monday to share more with you on productivity power. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.